welcome to Coptic Canonia, where we talk to members of the Coptic community about their passions and talents so we can grow together as one. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Coptic Canonia. Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Thomas Azer. Thomas graduated from Rutgers, New Brunswick, and he majored in information technology and informatics and minored in business analytics. He's a servant at St. Mary's East Brunswick, and he handles most of the technology services in our church. Even from spending many years working for Camp Admin, and I, I worked with him, I definitely saw that Thomas was very dedicated and very interested in IT and technology as a whole. So thank you so much, Thomas, for being here. And I'm just going to ask the first question that I usually ask to everyone. What made you interested in what you're doing? What made you interested in IT in the first place? Was it something that you were interested in in high school or did this grow after in college? So thank you for having me, Tony. For as long as I can remember, technology has been one of my biggest hobbies. I've been working on it in church since like sixth grade. Um, but in high school, it really sparked as one of my favorite topics. I was reading about it and learning all various things, taking some of the electives that they offered. But when I got to college, it really wasn't something that I thought of even doing as a lifestyle. And so... I initially started off as a bio major, planning on going to med school, and I completed like two years of science classes before I thought about changing. And so I had to really think about what I wanna do with the rest of my life because I was at that point where it's, do I take orgo, do I not take orgo? Do I study for my MCAT? Am I willing to go through med school? Am I willing to go through residency? Is this something that I'm 100% positive about? And to me, as much as I was interested in it, the journey wasn't 100% clear to me that it was something that I was going to be doing my own journey. So I reached out to the upperclassmen to ask about uh, technical majors because I really love technology. And I spoke to Chris Iskander, who was a former OCCM president, and he gave me advice to make a pro-con list about science major or technology major. And so I made that pro con list and any time throughout the journey of college that I looked back and I said, did I make the wrong choice? I looked at my pros and cons and I realized like I'm doing something that I genuinely love and it's something that is gonna be with me for the rest of my life. And after that, it was very easy for me to make my choice. That's really good to hear. And I, I know one of the things that really stuck with me was when I was speaking to some freshmen in, um, in Rutgers, I, I saw that there was this idea that intelligence to basically know that I, I'm smart means that I have to do medicine, right? And, and that's such, such an incorrect idea because I, I know from firsthand, I saw Thomas Azer when he was working in camp and he was doing the IT in our church, that he was insanely smart in the thing that he loved, you know, and he was, he was very good at, you know, quickly learning everything that came with technology. And this just shows that when you are dedicated to something that you love, you're going to excel in it. 
So a lot of the misconceptions about medicine is that your parents only think you're smart if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer. And we've snuck engineer in there recently, but that's not true. And so because we're growing up like that, some of the people our age even start to believe in it. So when I was telling my friends that I was switching majors, I actually had one of my best friends sit me down and he thought that I was losing my mind and that I was just lazy and that I was going to waste my life if I switched from something that wasn't medicine. So I'm here to tell you that that is 100% false. And if you put your heart into something and your mind into something and you truly love it, you're going to succeed. But if you're doing something that you were forced into and you don't like it, you don't want to learn about it, how are you going to want to learn and grow in it? It's a really good point. And I definitely think, you know, we mentioned this before in, in certain podcasts, but it's something that we we need to continuously remember as a community because it's it's how our community is going to grow, you know, that we do things that we love. So, so Thomas, after you reached the decision that you were wanting to focus on technology, how exactly did you pick your major and minor? You know, a, a big thing that I, I don't even know the differences between uh, computer science and IT. What's the difference between those two majors and how did you decide what you wanted to do? So when I was figuring out what my options were, I had like computer engineering, IT or comp sci. And so I had always heard of IT as this mess of things related to technology. And I knew mostly that CompSci was about coding and development apps and websites and all of that. And that really wasn't something that I personally was interested. It's great for people that are able to do it and really love to code and learn languages. But for me, it was more about, I wanna be involved in helping people and dealing with people. And so I looked at the different IT careers. I saw that there was, for example, cybersecurity. And so, when I'm looking at cybersecurity, what's more valuable to people than their information and their bank accounts and all of that. If I could be on the team that's protecting information for them, then I know that I would go home at the end of my workday and be happy with what I did. So I looked at those careers and for me, it was more about being social and interacting with other people and working on a team to, for the greater good of protecting people. And that's what I ended up choosing to do. But CompSci is great for people that love to code and work on projects individually and have checkpoints and goals. And then I needed to think of a minor to go along with my IT major. And so I initially thought, what's better than to minor in CompSci? Because I'd have the best of both worlds. I can do what I want to do, but I'll also know all of the information about technology. I got my first internship and my manager actually told me that because he saw that I was an IT major and a comp sci minor, he didn't want to hire me because I have no diversity in my portfolio. And so I was telling him, like, I've heard that this is such a good combination because I'm a master of technology. He's like, great. You know how to do one thing. Pick something else and do it. I don't care if you major in English and you know how to write an email, it's better than you picking one thing because now you're showing that you have a diversity in your portfolio. So he recommended to me that 
working in corporate world, understanding businesses is really important. And so I went to Rutgers and did some research and I found out that there was a business analytics minor. And I actually spoke to Chris Iskander again, who minored in business analytics. And that was my choice. And I went through with it, signed up and that's that. Well, that, that's actually a really good point. I, I, I think that a lot of us, uh, including myself, I, I, we never really think about the idea of the, the importance of diversity when it comes to um, job applications. So thank you very much for bringing that up. But o- overall, if there's anyone who's interested in IT or you know, doing some type of technology major, what advice would you give them? So specifically to those who are entering Rutgers, when you're a science major, you're in a bio lecture with 350 people. 100 of them are going to be Egyptian. Okay, so you're going to have a lot of familiar faces. Everyone has all of the notes about bio and all the notes about chem. So you go from a 350 person lecture to when I switched over to IT, the class size is about 25 people. So it was a huge shock for me to go from college, what I thought college was, to back to high school style learning. But for me, it really worked out and I was able to actually grow with my professors and deal with them and just be ready for your journey. Make it your own, which is the most important thing I can tell you about it, but feel like, never feel like you can't reach out for help because I know that I needed to ask for advice from the people that had did it before me. Otherwise I wouldn't have been able to figure it out on my own. And so I felt alone at first, but when I reached out for help and I realized like I actually have a lot of resources and people I could talk to and professors that are willing to listen to me because they only have 20 other students to deal with, I felt like it would be a very achievable journey for me. And so even though people can give you advice, don't take it as Bible. You have to make your own journey and do what you actually want to do. And so even though they would tell me, take this elective, it's really easy or guaranteed an A, and it wasn't something that I was interested in, I'd rather work a little harder for something that I truly love. Maybe they loved it, or maybe they only wanted the class that would guarantee them an A, but I wanted something that I knew that I would enjoy going through. And so reach out to upperclassmen, don't be afraid, but definitely make it your own journey. And when I was first switching over to IT, I think there was two other IT majors that were Egyptian. But as we talked about it more and people kept asking questions about it, when I left Rutgers, we had a whole group me of IT majors. And I'm sure that we have this with plenty of other non-science majors and we just don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's actually really important that we mention. And I think it applies not just to IT majors, but it applies to everyone, including myself. Uh, for example, I, I mean, just to speak a little bit about my own journey, when I finally decided to do medicine, part of me was thinking, you know, I'm just going to do everything the same as my older brother who is in medical school and it worked for him. So if I do it the same way that he did it, you know, I'm guaranteed the same thing, right? But I realized that I wanted to do my own thing, you know, and, and my brother, he, he had applied to the Rutgers program. And me personally, I, I had decided, you know, I kind of wanted to be able to 
apply to all medical schools and, and give myself that type of choice. So after that, I decided to kind of gear my journey in a different way than what my brother's was and what most people's were. And so I took my MCAT actually as a sophomore. And I, I did that because while I was graduating in three years, I, I really wanted to be able to have that choice and apply to all medical schools at the same time before I graduate. And, and the other thing is also, you know, I've also heard that the thing that you do as a pre-med student is you do a bio major and everyone does the bio major and, and this, is, this is the way to go. And a lot of people told me, you know, the bio major is much easier than any other major. Don't try to mix things up. You're just, you're just kind of making your life harder. But the idea that stuck with me is that this is the only time that you actually have a choice in what you're studying. In high school, you didn't get to choose the classes you had. In medical school or any graduate school, you don't get to choose the classes you have. These are the only times that you're able to actually have a choice. So definitely take advantage of that. Major in something that you're interested in. If you're major, if you are interested in marine biology, major in marine bio. If you're interested in, you know, cell bio, major in cell bio. And I'm really happy that you you mentioned that entire thing, Thomas. If you're not interested in bio, don't major in anything bio. <laughs> pick anything else. I know Tony only knows about bio, but pick anything you're interested in. Exactly, exactly. And that, yeah, that's my thing. I, I don't know anything else except <laughs> bio. Uh, the, the same way, Thomas, that you should be choosing your career in something that you love and excel. I, I believe that you mentioned earlier that, you know, that also is important when it comes to service. I know Thomas, for example, he does serve Sunday school, um, but he's also a major servant in the church technology. And without those types of services, the church could not even function the way that it does. And so it's very, very important that we have servants in different areas of the church. So basically, Thomas, I want you to talk a little bit about how it is important to use your own talents and service. So for me, also, when I was choosing my journey, I saw how much time and effort medical school is. And I really didn't think that I personally would be able to handle medical school and service. So that really was a big turnoff for me. And it really helped me play out in my decision to choose technology. I served Sunday school, as you said, and I was in the system that everyone else was in. We have an Excel sheet for this and we have a group me for that. And we do this on this page and this on this page. And I just saw that it was really inefficient. So I was like, okay, I'm someone that's good with technology. Why don't I use my talent and try to help out? And so I sat down with a couple of people, asked about their preferences and asked about their advice. And I was able to come up with a system for my class that worked. And it was really easy and all of my servants loved it. And we showed it to our head of service and he really enjoyed it and thought that anyone that is struggling to be organized can use it. And so I serve technology in the church projectors, different setups, but I needed to also take that and put it into my Sunday school service. Services are not mutually exclusive and service is not just Sunday school. You show up, you give a lesson. It should be something that we look to expand on based on our passions and truly grow with it. And so 
when we made that app for our kids and for our service to maintain it, it was truly putting the best of both worlds together for me. Yeah. And the idea that service is not mutually exclusive is, is very important. I know some of, uh, some of the servants in my own Ustra, we like to, you know, divvy up the responsibilities based on what the person is able to excel in the most. You know, there are certain people who actually, they don't give lessons, but they focus on other things in the Sunday school that they know that they can do. And I, I think that's, that's very important. And by the way, the app that Thomas is talking about, I use it uh, for my Sunday school class. It, it makes life much easier. And actually, again, this is, this is the point. We see that people are doing things that they love and it ends up making all of the services in our church much easier to function. So do you think, Thomas, that servants prep should be integrated more to encompass other services? I think that for a lot of churches, we really like to focus on simply Sunday school and, and nothing beyond it. And that's not the fault of anyone except it's just the idea that we have a lot of kids and it's, it's difficult for us to, you know, think about other services when the, the most important thing in our hearts is, you know, the future of our church and the children in our church. Absolutely. I remember the day we graduated Servants Prep we all looked at each other and we're like, what Sunday school class do you think you're going to be put in? Not a single person said that they thought they would be in any other service. And that's a really big problem because some people just don't love Sunday school. They don't want to deal with kids. They don't want to deal with giving lessons, like you said. They don't want to go on outreach. So I think it would be really great if we could encourage people to serve in a capacity that they truly love. Because if you don't enjoy your service, you're not going to put your heart into it and your service is not going to be as fruitful as something that if you truly love and you're doing it. If you serve, if you like to bake, you can make or bond. If you like technology, you could join us in technology. If you like going to visit people, go visit people. It doesn't just have to be Sunday school. And I think that's something that we really need to teach the younger generations about so that the church can continue to thrive and grow in all of its services. Yeah, well, one of the major things that the head servant of our Sunday school, Osra, uh, Uncle Amged, told me when I was starting is that unless I really loved the service, I wasn't going to actually put the effort necessary into it. And that really stuck with me because he, as the servant who loves Sunday school, was telling me that it's important that you love this service or else it's important that you find a different service that you love. And it's, it's something that we really need to think about and remember as servants just to touch on that with everything that's going on right now and servants not being able to go to church when we do have services in church that are limited to a few people and there's only two people that know how to do the oil for the candles in the church we struggled we ended up not having any candles we don't know how to replace them where to get it from so these are there's so many different opportunities that you see, especially now that the church is closed, are really lacking in a lot of servants needing to help out with it. That, that's, that's a really good point. Thomas, do you have any concluding thoughts? For me, you have to make your college experience your college experience. Don't do what mom wants or what dad wants or what your sister and best friend want. You have to do what you want and what you truly love. But if you do choose to not do a bio major 
or a cell bio major or a marine bio major, you can know that you're not alone. And there's definitely someone that walked upon your path before. And even if they're not an Egyptian, go talk to an advisor, seek help, do something that you truly enjoy. Love your college experience. Everyone always says college is the best years of my life. But if you're doing something that you hate, you're going to look back at college as something that you hated. Don't think that service is something that is exclusive from you using your talents and that you have to just go to Sunday school on Saturday or Sunday, whenever your church has Sunday school and serve for an hour and then you don't touch it again. Try to improve your service and make it better using your talent and the stuff that you really love and fall in love with the service that you're doing. Thank you so much, Thomas. Uh, these are these are very, very important ideas that we need to carry with us all the time. And I really, I really think you shed light on some very important topics. Thank you for having me, Tony. I really appreciate it. And again, thank you to our listeners today. I hope this podcast can become an inspiration to us all, encouraging us to pursue our passions, to build one another, and become useful members in the body of Christ. I'm Tony Saad, and this is Copta Canonia.